You're listening to part two of the four-part season finale. Before we get started, I thought you should know that even when this episode gets scary, you're still safe. Make sure to check the description for content warnings, as this episode contains scenes that portray sensitive and challenging situations involving law enforcement. Booze upstairs. So many clues. We can figure this out, Boo. We're downstairs. Do we have a plan? Now two pairs of feet scuff the mat at the entrance of the hospital. The doors close, and I see two people I'm sure I recognize. Bobby, do those two guys seem familiar to you? Not at all. Those are Joe's friends. Okay. That's right. Dylan and Dan. I don't understand how you remember these things. Do you really think Joe ever broke things off with Dylan or Dan? She brought them here. Joe Mangaro is a fickle breed. When you're from Roslyn, breakups with friends are just a game of play pretend that lasts until the next week rolls in. Yeah, okay. Okay. Bye. See you soon. Dylan and Dan are on their way. Meanwhile, I'm in the waiting room watching them talk to the security at the door. And I'm wondering why the firemen in this town step heavy and wide, even in hospitals. Boy, in this moment, there's so much I don't know. You have no idea how much danger is in front of me, 10 feet away. I just know I'm gonna have to be clever with my wording because throughout this episode, this one's gonna be quoted in local news, if not possibly every big paper in the country. Out of the frying pan, and in we fucking go. Welcome to Who Killed Alaska? Detective Files. This is Who Killed Alaska? The Adventures. I'm a private investigator looking for the killer. And I'm the regular guy who's gonna stop him. Previously on Who Killed Alaska, Boo Curtis came to face a traumatic brain injury. Stress levels have been uncontrollable, which is bad for, you know, concussion recovery. Boo, you can't work on the mystery right now. Your brain is Don't say boo. Pass the ghost box. And at first, felt really defeated uh, because high stress levels are a hormonal response to injury. Don't call boo. Avoiding labels right now, including name. Don't call boo. Uh, Basically just framing as not a person. So... Don't have to inherit the pressures of living up to a name, right? And now it's time for the new episode. Welcome back, bud. This This is is Who Killed Killed Alaska. The clock is ticking. We have 40 hours to solve the case and I haven't slept. Which is not ideal, but I'm sober. Which is definitely helping me stay up. Bobby takes a shift helping me out with menial case tasks, and Jeremy takes a shift napping, and now he's sleeping topless over five chairs with a shirt over his face. We're halfway across the waiting room, and the hip-hop music in his earbuds is audibly buzzing. Me and Bobby spend Jeremy's nap time combing Google for news coverage on the storm, and I tap the link to a Newsday article that gave the storm a mention. But they spared us on the details. The storm destroyed St. Francis Hospital's facade, and it occurred on July 13th. Which, to be clear, was Alaska's death day. I'm having to scroll past all the pictures of Alaska with his arms around his closest friends. 
So I'm spending these hours watching my handshake. And while I'm doing that, I'm sweeping out all the loud thoughts in my mind so I can notice all the beeps in the hospital waiting room. I count the beeps. I remind myself that today could be difficult. Today could be trying. And I'm prepared to be scared and overwhelmed. Everything is worth a try, and a try is worth your confidence. Now we find ourselves with 40 hours until catastrophe. And in this moment, I recall that trying my best has always been worth it. All those little moments have raised me until now. Here in the hospital lobby, Jeremy's just woken up. We come up with a plan, not for solving the mystery, but for feeling well enough to solve the mystery. Let's take a reset. <sighs> get up, come on, get up. We're gonna stretch. Uh, I'm, I'm zonked. Oh yeah? You're good. I'll do it. I'm gonna stretch. And then we're going to line up, and we're going to get ready to solve this thing. This is good. Stretches are good for my anger. We're going to line up like we're in the army. Want to know why? You remind me of Hillary Clinton giving an address. That's not malicious. It it hits me in waves. You have her ass, too. Hillary? We're going to line up like we're in the army because we have 40 hours left to solve this case. Starting now. And it's not that eight hours ago, we have 48 hours left. Now, the timer starts now. Now the clock starts. This case is impossible, but Boo is in danger. That's gonna light a fire under our tukishes. Earlier I wrote up all the clues, so you can use this for reference. Now we're making a deal before I hand you my notes. I never showcase notes to civilians, especially to suspects of the crime. Now tell me you understand that. That makes sense. But this... I mean, I'm not a civilian. Ow! (laughs) But this is a huge exception, because this case has always been surreal, and I'm trusting that Boo is actually at risk of dying. Obviously, I contacted police, but only as a formality. I mean, they won't be able to do anything. I can use my training. I have my 40 hours, and I have you two. Sharing everything with you and hoping that at least one of you can help me solve this. So just give it to us. Wait and listen. You're going to make a promise to me. You're not going to share this information with Mr. Boo. Period. And I'll tell you why. The more he learns, the more he's going to try to solve the case, and he won't be able to. I agree with that. He can't help himself. Boo does... Exactly. Boo doesn't have the training, and he's recovering from a concussion. So right now, he's not supposed to be doing any mental math. He's not supposed to be reading. He's not supposed to be writing. And he's definitely not supposed to be doing this. So in order to protect Boo, he needs to be left out of the case. Prove to me that when you help me today, nothing I know is getting to Boo. Here's my wallet. In 40 hours, you Good. can just I'll, give I'll take that. my Good. stuff back to me. There's my cash bail for you, dog. You will find multiple paychecks. That's that's great. Okay, I Jeremy's will tell Jeremy's Boo safe. anything. You can trust me, and I can prove you can trust me. Do you want me to prove it? Yes. What are you doing? Just warn me first. It might scare you. Bobby puts one chainmail-looking-ass combat boot forward, and he steps straight into my body. We need to go outside. That's Bobby talking directly into my ear. Why? Just... You probably don't want to know, so if I were you, I would just listen to me. Go outside. 
Why? So, uh, I am a Luciferian witch, which means I practice witchcraft that involves symbols, such as pentacles and sigils and anything that holds great power. And in my practice, it would be most appropriate to perform a blood oath in this situation. I can easily curse myself. You know what? You know what? If I that, do that's okay. That's you, okay. That, that's die, fine. Which is helpful for you to trust okay. me. Well, I, I know that it could scare the elderly present. So I thought we could bring this uh, okay. outside. But you, you said you don't want I, to I believe you. You're not going to tell Boo. I, uh, I appreciate that. So uh, let, let's not... Do that, all right? Can you, can you just give me your wallet? And then he gives me his wallet. The moon is high in the window. Somewhere. Somewhere very close by. My rival is gearing up to destroy his mind and save his one and only brother. <sighs> the light. The light. She's not ready to die the bottom of this lake, please. Not her. Oh my. Wake up! Uh, uh, Good morning. Uh, 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 how, how are you feeling? Did you know that you talk normal in your sleep? How is it possible that your brain is smarter than you? Brain can't be smarter than. Brain is. Let, let's get to it, alright? Need to save Alaska. And M.E. Don't look at a man while he's putting on his shoes. It's it's creepy. Sweetheart, I'm not watching you. Now, why are you hiding your toesies? Oh, Boo's got secrets in his toesies. Let's get to it. All right, then do you have time to say I lick toes? Boo didn't say licking. Don't call Boo. (laughs) Okay? (laughs) Where's Dylan and Dad? They're investigating. Can we get on task, please? Investigating what? Focus on us. What are we doing? Fine, okay. Guys. I'm sissy. A lot of metaphysical shit went down. Oh, breath. I mean, supernatural things happen the night of last night. Even at the hospital. Mm. Yeah, because the tornado was fucking bizarre. And, um... Uh, the tornado is definitely an overlapping of the physical and metaphysical world. It's like the law of attraction where everything that doesn't belong in the world was attracted to the night of July 13th. That's a, that's a, that's a metaphor. Uh, no, wait, that's a, uh, guys, don't look at a man when he has toothpaste dripping out of his fucking teeth. Can have some fucking privacy? Wow, somebody's upset. We're gonna solve this. Know that. Do you see my freaking out? Oh my gosh. Right. Shut the fuck up, mirror guy. Let's just ask people if anything weird happened that night, right? Like, what else are we gonna do? Boo, Emma, and Joe approach a nurse in the hallway. Hi. Hi. Sorry, this is weird. Uh, Do you know anybody who's been working here for four years? You're not supposed to be wandering around. 
You need to go back to your room. His toilet's, toilet's broken. broken. <laughs> you know Alaska Curtis? Yes. Well, this is Alaska's brother, and he'd like to know if anybody's been working here for at least four years. Why don't you help this boy out, okay? And with a little convincing, that nurse tells him where to find a veteran orderly at the hospital. Hi, are you... We'll be censoring her name for her protection. That's me. I'm on my way back to watch a bone get sawed open. Ugh. What do you need? He has a question. Boo. Not boo. <laughs> Hi. So, uh, were you working at St. Francis in 2019? 2020, 2019. Yep. Were you working the night of the tornado? Actually, yeah, I was. When it broke the doors, I was close enough that I could hear the terrible crunchy boom sound. I don't know how to describe it. Cool, cool. So so you were there. Uh, did, did anything else weird happen that night? Aside from the tornado? Yeah. Let me think. Yes, there was a medic who beat somebody up. We're looking for something as weird as a random tornado happening on Long Island. Got it. I want to help. Are you guys into, I, like, I, there's electromagnets in the air? Like the occult club stuff? Oh, so you're, like, a rationalist. We're, we're looking for stuff that's weird and scary. I think it was decently weird that a medic beat up somebody he was helping out of an ambulance. Yeah. Whose ambulance? Who, who were they helping? I don't know. I also can't tell you, like, names and stuff. Can we talk? We're going to go grab snacks. Are, are you going to be here later? Absolutely not. Okay. Fucking peace be with you, guess. Sure. What happened? Emma has something. What's up? Um, uh, um, um, I have this this book. Uh, um, that extremely tall and big person said that a medic beat somebody up. That'll be an interesting point of comparison with my notes. Book! Open! Wow, she used magic to open the magical book. Why, yes, I did do that. Okay, here are some notes to you fucking, uh, I'm, I'm handing you the book. You have toothpaste on your shoes! That's disgusting. I'm getting a fucking snack, for real. What the hell was that? If I knew, I would tell you. Wouldn't you... Never mind. It... Nurse said something o'clock. While Joe politely shoes away the night shift Where nurse, Boo at? looks through the open notebook in his hands. What he discovers is 43 line pages of extremely detailed notes on every episode of the podcast, from episodes 1 through 15. By the way... Emma had opened the notebook up to the section about episode four, where she listed every single potential clue in order. Eventually, Boo gets to the word medic and keeps reading. One bullet point describes a medic in the ambulance who attempted to strangle Alaska. Logan's full quote is included, and it goes like this. I look over to Alaska and I realize there's a medic who isn't doing anything. He's just... Standing there, unseated, unbuckled, like standing in the moving vehicle. He's got his beady little pupils directed at Alaska's face. And then he lurches at Alaska and puts his hand around Alaska's neck. I get up and I start pulling him off of Alaska, and both of the other medics are pulling. 
We're struggling around in this tight space, but it's freaking me out. I can hear the blood pumping in my ears because everyone is so quiet. Barely a sound. He's not thrashing us around. He's just holding on to Alaska's throat and we're prying him away. And it's quiet. And his eyes are bulging. And then he says, let me do my work, Logan. He says my name. I don't know that man. Boo looks up for a split second before he sees Emma at the end of the hall. In that moment, he realizes that Emma didn't leave to get snacks. She just decided to watch him from the end of the hall in a very non-weird way. Come back. Come back. Come here. Fifteen seconds later. You did a good job. Thank you. We we don't know that it's the same medic. Or the We same have to ambulance. think in synchronicities. Everything happened that night, and everything funneled like coffee in, in a in a coffee funnel. Man, that fucking machine over there sounds just like a coffee machine. Do you see what's saying? All these little cues from the universe are lining up. Where's the window? Everything you just said gave me fight or flight. Where's that Tell window? Tell me what to do. I, I want to help out. Well, Emma, do you want to do recon? Uh, what's recon? It's short for Renaissance. No, it's not. It means you're going to go find any secret information out from Team Denver, okay? All right? They're not texting us, which means that Denver has Bobby and Logan swept up in some stupid investigation that he thinks is the right thing to do. We thought that Logan was lying when he said that somebody was strangling Alaska in the ambulance. You should find out if Logan was lying or not, okay? And, and uh, unless Joe maybe knows something. I am with the hot bitches with IBS who don't remember anything, Club. Like, I've been pretending to know what we're talking about for the last 10 minutes, so. Joe? Yeah? W what do you think? Do, do you want to trust Boo's instincts? Not Boo. I trust you. I know you trust me. Well, yeah, ever since high school. <laughs> yes, 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 let's trust Boo. Not plan. Boo. The medic got in a fight, so we tried to strangle Alaska. Wrong. Very wrong. Okay, Emma, you go hunt down the other three guys. They're probably in the lobby. If they're not in the lobby, ask staff if a private investigator came through and um, tell them that you're also a private investigator. Give me your cell phone charger. What are you guys doing? Uh, well... We should, we should learn as much about that medic as possible, because that guy is, is fucking suspicious, all right? At first thought is that the stabber employed the medic or something. I don't know, just... Emma focuses on finding out if a guy actually strangled Alaska in the ambulance. And Joe, we're going to find any information on this guy. Such a control freak. Oh, Emma, don't tell them shit, okay? Just, they cannot know anything that we know, or anything that you know, which is a lot, apparently. I know. We have to beat Denver to it and save you. I'm just sad that I'm up against Denver. I'll see you guys later. I'll do good recon. Emma? Were you wearing Heelys this entire time? And Boo! I hate you! Don't take that literally or you're... At that time, Bobby and Jeremy and I are still in the waiting room. I have some information that I think may be worth, uh, reporting. Yes, Bobby. So, um, yesterday, I got a fortune cookie, and it said, it said, uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Uh, okay, well, let's call Riley Shadow Moon, because I have his phone number up and ready. 
Okay. Go ahead. The mailbox is full and cannot accept messages. Straight to voicemail. Damn. Okay, so I do have an idea. This place is covered in security cameras, right? Yep. There's one over there, and there's one over there. There has to be footage of oh, the tornado. Okay. The footage would be sitting around in the observation room, but I don't know that it's going to work since we'd have to convince security to find the tape and show it to us. We can try. Then let's go. At this exact moment, Boo's on the move, but so are we. Oh, shit. What? What? Nothing. I'm just now realizing that they might not have the footage anymore. The tornado happened almost four years ago. Most institutions delete their footage after three months. Emma's calling me. You can answer. Hello? Did she just hang up on me? It could be any one of these doors. Just, then, then let's just, let's just try. Look up and open your arms to the grace of God. Robert, Believe sorry. It, and you truly oh, that, let's try this one. Ooh, okay. Long room. Sorry. Emma's calling me again. Hello? She hung up on me. Again. Hi. What room is this? Yep. Sorry. Wrong room. Let's try over here. Hi. It's a pleasure. I understand this is the security office? Yep. Beautiful. Hold on, just give me a second. I'm gonna go in there alone. You hold on to the microphone. We should go with you. Somebody could walk by just and kick confident. us out. Act like you're supposed to be here and don't lie. Don't. Everything okay? Absolutely. All right, Denver. Denver, you're going to see a little icon that says recycling bin. Make sure you double click on the recycling bin on that computer. Why? Well, because my, my, my fortune cookie told me one man's trash re- recycling bin is another man's trash. Oh, oh, bye. So, good to finally meet you. I'm investigating the case from 2019. Is it okay if I come in? Uh, sure. All right. Just you and me. We have to kill the thing in Boo's mirror. (laughs) Your phone signal is terrible. Did you hear something? No. It's like a... like a rolling sound. I mean, uh... Unless they have the nurses here wearing, like, Heelys, I think we're fine. Bobby's only got one hand Tried to give him a high five But then I missed Cause Bobby don't got a hand Hey everybody Denver forgot to do the ad So now it's daddy's turn (sighs) Anyway Floral ghost tank tops Starting at $13 are out and only available until the end of August on whokilledalaska.com slash merch. So be sure to grab those before the world ends at the end of August. Also, floral ghost tees now have a tie-dye option, so you can wear that 
right when the bomb hits you. <laughs> you can find those on whokilledalaska.com slash merch. Big Papa Denver has instructed me to lighten the mood by doing an impression of our patron names. Um, and um, also as a disclaimer, I should say the first time he heard this was a few hours ago in the urinal next to him while we were peeing. I did it for him. So now, while I'm peeing now as well, I will do it for you. First up is... This is sounding uh, more reasonable than I thought it would. They can do anything, but okay. Uh, excuse, hi, uh, toilet broke? But we won't spend much time with Joe or Boo here. It'll be an hour and a half before their investigation gets anywhere. Let's get back to my side of things. I saw somebody down there. Uh, maybe you're tired. All right. Thank you so much, Jeremy, Bobby. We have footage from July 13th. Oh, are you heading out? I was never here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, come on in. All right. They kept a few files for insurance claims and for court. And here's July 13th. Emma's right behind us. Emma's right behind us. They're not listening. We're not listening. I'll be right back. Emma, I can see you. Why are you here? Uh, are, are you talking to me? Yes. Are you Are you spying on us? No. <gasps> you have Heelys. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, but I'm just not interested in you anymore. Are you okay? What does that have to do with you spying on us? Do you think saying you have Heelys is, is flirting? You're with Boo, right? Yes. You're basically helping Boo die right now. The show should be called Who Killed Boo, and it's you. You did it. Logan, I, Logan, I can't talk to you right Logan, now. I'm, Logan, I'm Logan, sorry. Logan, Logan, look at the TV. Look at the TV. After Boo and Joe spent an hour and a half interviewing staff members, Joe gets a call. 
This is the youngest hospital ever been in. Everybody's fucking new. How's the progress? You found him? Who? Found who? Say the name again. Not what? Who was Wait, what? what? That, 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 that's fucking crazy. Pete Cantu. Oh, he's Italian. How, the, how, did, they, how did they find you. him? Let, let, uh, let's talk to them. I can put them on speakerphone if you want. Owe us a favor. Yeah, yeah, I owe you, I know. Do you want me to make a meatloaf for your birthday party? Oh, we, uh, we, we had something else in mind. All right, okay, well, we'll talk Julie, about this Julie, later. Julie, We're in a rush. Dan, how did you do it? How, how, how did you find his name? Oh, it's little Curtis. I have my ways. How you been? Pretty good. But, uh, but we didn't just find his name. We found him. So you, you found him? You... <laughs> You, you found the guy who strangled Alaska? He's in room 205. Oh my god. In building C. Holy okay, shit! Wait, wait, why is he in the hospital? Job, How was that? Um, mm. Boo, I think you're right. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, about what? Synchronicities. Maybe there are no coincidences. Yeah. No coincidences. Uh, aren't you guys in a rush? Yeah, we are. What room was it? Room. Two oh five. Okay, see you later. It, it, thank you. In building C. Let's go. Yeah, okay, bye. Why are you still nervous? Something's off. Dylan and Dan might have gotten confused. The world's pickiest person is my best friend. I should have known. Never said your best friend. Don't really. I wasn't do saying labels. I'm your best friend. Yes, you do. You're bot. You have said to me, Joe, I'm bot. That one's different. That That's more like everybody around was calling that, so eventually just went with it. Having certain apps on phone does not an identity make. You feel? How about being crazy? You told me you're crazy, and that's Whoa, a label. I never said that. I'm not crazy. Talk normal. Hi. Are you lost? We're good. She's just helping walk yeah, back well, to her. I mean, I'm not even sure why I'm helping him. Because apparently we're not okay, actually his friends. So I don't Let's know why this man open. thinks that I should be walking him back to his room. Helping him out late at night. <laughs> Can I help you? Boo and Joe enter the hospital room to see not one, but two men in the room. The first is Pete Cantu, who lies in his hospital bed, laughing at the ceiling. <laughs> the second is a police officer in a dark uniform, sitting in a nearby chair with his legs spread. Hello, sir. We're here to meet Pete Cantu. And do you have permission to visit at this time of night? Kind of. Yeah. I'm Josephine Magaro, by the way. This is my friend. Oh, well, I guess he's just some guy that I brought. Hi. Okay. You said you're Josephine Magaro. Yep. Did you used to have a different last name? That is correct, sir. Okay. And you have business with Pete? Yes, we do. He's in a hospital gown. Ma'am, I'll need to check you for weapons. Interesting. Okay. Pardon me. He pats down the pale woman in front of him. Mm -hmm. You're set. Do you see that radiator over there? Yes, sir. While you're visiting this guy, I'd like both of you to stand over there where I can see you and do not step within four feet of Pete. 
Can you do that for me? <clears throat> I hope that makes you feel better, sir. Come on, boo. If it puts you at ease, Annie, I have a little card I can show you. I don't need your PBA card, thank you. If you have anything to say to Pete, you can go ahead. He's not going to answer, but you can try. Okay. Pete, can you hear us? What's wrong with him? Are you asking me? He's a vegetable. He talks sometimes, if you'll wait. The words come out eventually. And, uh... Why... Why are you here, sir? D does he have enemies? I'm just the escort. The idea is that I'm supposed to protect you, whether you need it or not. He's a patient at the Kirby Forensic Psychiatric Center. That means he's a felon. He's criminally insane. It's hard to get that. Say again. Uh, it just, it, it, it's hard to get that prognosis. Or so here, because, you know, most of the criminally insane are just plain criminals. Huh. That's true. You're probably right about that. How often does he come to? He talks every five minutes. Just don't watch the kettle. It'll be no time. How did he end up at Kirby? Why did he end up at Kirby? He assaulted an officer and he resisted arrest. What arrest was he resisting? He assaulted some other guy first. Who? I don't know. Heard that Pete was a medic? Yeah, I heard that too. He used to ride around in an ambulance. Sometimes I feel like I'm going to end up like he did. Staring off into space all the time. Crazy is contagious. So he wasn't always like this? No. Rumor is he was bringing someone along to the hospital and he suddenly had a psychotic break where he was seeing voices and he got violent. A few minutes later, during his arrest, he went catatonic and he's been a vegetable ever since. He used to be a normal guy living a normal life. At least, normal for a first responder. I bet he brought a few people to this hospital. Pretty sure he did. Um, pretty sure he brought, um, brought brother to this hospital. Uh, brought brother. Why was Pete brought to this hospital today? Nobody knows. Nobody, no. Oh. Didn't they give you a reason to escort him to the hospital? He's just sick. Am I a doctor? I didn't know. Am I wearing scrubs right now? What are his symptoms? What? This is not a situation where you interview me. You can either talk to Pete, or you can be courteous with me, or you can stand there in silence. Those are your three options. See? That's within your rights. Don't talk to him like that. Relax. We're just having a conversation. That's my best friend you're talking to. <laughs> Aren't you a little old for that? We're not going to have a problem. <laughs> Is that intended as a threat? Huh? No. I didn't know your type has friends. What's what is, your what problem? Is your type what, is her, what is her type? I need you to back up. I need you to stand there in silence or I need you to leave. Don't you move. Don't you say a word. 
Jet, palm on your chest. <laughs> you, water, crown, fight. You, ground, 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 in the ground, and not outside, and not outside, and not outside. No, 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 no. Oh, he's, he's like glory. Do not get close to him. The ground is he's like glory. What did you do to my brother? Back off. Where are you? Need you. I need your help. I have the telephone. What a dog. 36 hours left to live. Help. Help. Oh my god. Am I screaming? Am I screaming? Stop looking at me. Look away. Look away. Look away. Are you okay? I'm uh, having some kind of, some kind of nightmare. The man you The man who did it is gone now. He broke a promise. Emma, Emma, tell him. Hey, Emma, tell him what you told me. My name is Cameron Lebrun, and I am the writer, director, and head of this project. Who Killed Alaska is a series produced by The Ghost Factory. The script was edited by Katrina Clairvoyant. The assistant producer was Lorena De Leon. The music was done by Thor Spieler, AJCW. Welcome to AJ. And yours truly. Don't forget, if you like the music on the show, we do have an album out. It's called Bury Me Again. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on other places. It's pretty sick. Um, Everybody did a really good job on it. I just want to let you know that that's out there. It's called Bury Me Again. Bury Me Again. And then we have the fantastic sound design done by Andres Butrago and Austin Blackwell. The audio was edited in part by Thomas Annunziata. The mix and master was done by Manis Kunder and Chris Zagorchev. The art was done by Bella Wynn, Locke Reinhardt, and Dorito Falls. And let's not forget about the amazing, wonderful, talented cast. Joe Magaro is played by Sally Roberts. Emma Wooten is played by Liz Mina. Logan Goldberg is played by Trent Trachtenberg. 
Bobby York is played by Kyle Parker, and Boo Curtis is played by Alex Red. The one and only Finn Denver is played by the one and only Joseph Katembo. And then we have Dylan. Dan was not, you didn't hear Dan in this episode, he was with us in spirit. Dylan is played by Donald Sutton. So there you go, our honorary other suspects, Dylan and Dan. I'd suspect them of any crime, honestly. The pharmacist and the priest were played by Susan Payrells. The security guard was played by Emily Ellsworth. The orderly was played by Catherine Moustakis. The nurses were played by Cole Dempsher, Dan Luke, and Debbie Solter. Pete Cantu was played by Diego Reyes. And the police officer was played by Zane Boyer. Thank you again to our wonderful patrons. Thank you so much again to our patrons on Patreon. Thank you to Lavender Cozy, Grinley Spa, Antigone, Laysan, Misha Warlock, Shay, Andrew Roper, CJ Taylor Caldwell, Lily Carlton, Brad Goopel, Narjaz, Emma, Nicole Collard, Shep, Sarah, Ash, Shoshi, Living Luxuriously, Selena, and Kelly Brennan. Welcome, Kelly. Have a fantastic day and see you soon for part three.